and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We are looking at the various miracles in the Bible throughout the year, and we are currently in the life and ministry of Elisha. For today's morning worship and prayer, we will, we, will look out the, we will look at the account of Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 8 to 23. But before we read certain verses here, I just want to give a context of what is happening. The nation of Syria in the Bible uh, world in that time is against Israel. And the king of Syria during that time are planning to set camps and ambush the people of Israel. But it was thwarted, kubaga na titiktikan or napipigilan ni Elisha yung plano because of God's prophetic insight to him. Elisha spoils and spills the plan of the Syrian king to Israel. So hindi sila na huli, hindi sila na ambush. So more than once to nangyari. And the Syrian king was angry. He thought someone was a spy inside their uh, nation. Sino bang nagsasabi? Sinong nagli-leak ng information? Until one of them says, actually, no one leaks it. But Elisha, because he is a man of God, had an insight from God. And then he tells it in advance to the king of Israel. No wonder the Syrian king was angry and most probably either wants him dead or wants him captured. And look at the effect of that. In verse 14, it says here, So he sent their horses and chariots and a great army, and they came by night and surrounded the city. That is the effect. <laughs> the king was angry and he wanted Elisha. Now, as we continue with today's word, we will look at the effect of the miracle we will discuss. And we will study it from two angles. We will look at it from the angle of the servant of Elisha and from the soldiers of Syria. The first one, from the angle of the servant of Elisha. Let's continue our verse. Verse 15, it says here, When the servant of the man of God arose early in the morning and went out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was all around the city. And the servant said, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Now, imagine with me if you were that servant. Natulog ka, tahimik yung nasa paligid. Paggising mo, napapaligiran ka na ng army. <laughs> when you go out, you realize that there are so many uh, soldiers around you. Most probably planning to capture you or kill you. How would you feel? I believe I would also respond the same way as the servant did. With great fear. So he tells it to Elisha. But what did Elisha say? In verse 16, it says here, Elisha said, Do not be afraid, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. <laughs> Again, if you were the servant of Elisha, how would you feel? <laughs> Elisha, are you crazy? Nasisiraan ka naman ulo. We are no match against this great army. What do you mean that there is something or someone greater with us? At the most, most probably the prophets are the school of prophets, yung mga students or yung mga kasama ni prophet, nila, prophet Elisha. Most probably they are numbered around hundreds. They are 
unequipped or less to no experience at war, especially before this great army of Syria. Elisha, you're crazy. <laughs> but Elisha sees something different. In verse 17, it says here, Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. There was something that changed. In that prayer of Elisha, the perspective of the servant was changed because perspective is powerful. What do we see? Elisha and the servant sure saw the great army surrounding their place. I mean, obvious naman yun. Yung army ng Syria, nasa paligid nila. But initially, only Elisha saw the army of God that is on their side. And when Elisha prayed to God to open the young man's eyes, after that prayer, they were able to see two realities at the same time. You know, there is power in our prayers. When we pray, it opens our eyes to the things of God and changes the perspective, changes the way we see our reality. They were looking at two realities at the same time, the physical and the spiritual. The physical reality is the great army of Syria outnumbering Elisha and his servants. And equally true is the spiritual reality, the great chariots of fire and the army of God outnumbering the great army of Syria. And it took a prayer from Elisha, someone older, for the servant to see God's reality. What can we observe here? There is power when a community prays for one another. There is power when someone prays for you to see things that you don't see. <laughs> there is power when the older, more mature, if you may, generation, whether by age or by faith, prays for the next generation to see the purposes of God. You know, in our time today, in our circumstances today, we don't need God to see our current reality. I mean, hindi natin kailangan si Lord para makita yung problema natin. It's very much obvious before us, right? The concerns that we have. It's very much obvious. It's physically visible. The bills, the sickness, the pressure, the requirements, the tasks to do. Kumbaga, automatic na yan. Nakikita na natin yan. But it takes faith and divine intervention and a community that prays with us to see what God sees. Here's a quick application. When we are faced and surrounded with challenges, I'd like to invite all of us here to pray that we may see what God is doing in our lives. And at the same time, tayo naman, we pray for the next generation that they may see what God is doing in their lives. Now, we will look at the miracle that the soldiers of Syria experienced. So we talked about the miracle that the servant of Elisha experienced. Now we will talk about the miracle that the soldiers of, of Syria experienced. I'm going to read from verses 18 to 20. And when the Syrians came down against him, so ayan na, na sila. 
Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, Please strike these people with blindness. So the Lord struck them with blindness in accordance with the prayer of Elisha. So nabulag sila. And Elisha said to them, This is not the way and this is not the city. Follow me and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. And he led them to Samaria. Now, as soon as they entered Samaria, Elisha said, O Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. So the Lord opened their eyes, and when they saw, and behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. So imagine, when they attacked, Elisha prayed another prayer, and this time it's opposite to what he prayed dun sa servant. Kung sa servant, that they may see, sa soldiers, that they may be blinded. And when they were blind, Elisha, quote-unquote, tricked them. <laughs> And led them to the capital of Israel, which is Samaria. Again, the very place, the very people that they wanted to go and destroy in the first place. Let me remind to us here the context. This, the nation of Syria in this biblical account was intending harm for Israel. But now, God has struck them with blindness. They are now the vulnerable one. Pwedeng-pwede silang maatake, pwedeng-pwede silang talunin. And yet, when they were inside Samaria, imagine mo, pag, pag dilat ng mata nila, napapaligiran sila ng mga kaaway nila, napapaligiran sila ng mga taong gusto nilang saktan. And then, what happened? When they are inside Samaria, as soon as the king of Israel saw them, he said to Elisha, My father, shall I strike them down? Shall I strike them down? <laughs> now, I want to overemphasize this. If you are the people of uh, Syria, now you're surrounded by your enemies, the very ones that you intended to do harm. Now, if you are the king of Israel. Kung ikaw yung taga nasa Israel, ano yung response mo? Nandyan na yung kaaway mo. At the doorstep, you are, you are outnumbered, or you have outnumbered your enemy. You know, a quick story. While I was studying this text for this message, it happened to be that my, my son was right beside me. So, tinignan niya, o, anong binabasa mo? <laughs> or, what are you reading? And he asked me about that. So I told him the story, and similarly to what I'm sharing to, uh, to you now. So I asked him, what does he think, yung anak ko, should happen to Syria? Tingin mo ko, ikaw yun nandun. What should happen to Syria? And he shares the same concern as the king. <laughs> Shall I strike them down? <laughs> Shall I strike them down? They need to get what they deserve. <laughs> Now again, imagine with me, the surprise of the king and the surprise of my son when I told him what happens next. Verses 22 to 23, Elisha answered, You shall not strike them down. Would you strike down those whom you have taken captive with your sword and with your bow? Set bread and water before them that they may eat and drink and go to their master. So he prepared for them a great feast. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away. And, the, and they went to their master, and the Syrians did not come again on raids into the land of Israel. The soldiers of Syria, the enemies of Israel, did not get what they deserved. They are supposed to be killed and destroyed, or at the very least, 
taken to prison. But here they were. Instead, they got a great feast, a great feast, and they were freed and sent back. Talk about the grace of God to those who are his enemies. You know, as we end, the story featured the servant and the soldiers. Both were unable to see at one point. But it takes the intercession of a man of God to make them see. For the servant, he saw that God is with them. There is more on their side. And he saw God's presence instead of isolation and doom. And for the soldiers, the enemies, they saw grace instead of doom. Isn't that also how we were while we were still sinners? Christ died for us. And we thank God for those who helped us experience grace, to those that prayed for us so that we may experience grace. See, prayers change how we see things. But it doesn't stop with that. The miracles and the divine perspective that we see are not just meant for our benefit, but can also be channels of grace to the people around us, even our enemies. So here's an application for this. Let us pray for those who don't believe in God, those who oppose God's purposes, that they may see and experience God's grace. And let us pray that we will be channels of that grace. Let me pray for us. Lord, I pray that you will give us eyes of faith, like that of the, ser of the servant, Lord, that we may see that there is more with us, that you are with us, that your presence is with us. And Lord, I pray that we will also have a heart of grace so that when we are in front of those people who don't believe in you, who are actively opposing you, may we have this heart that they may see and experience the grace of God. May it lead us to prayer. May we be channels of blessing as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's continue to worship God.
thank you for joining us in our morning worship and prayer. Let me pray for all of us here as we end. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and grant you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.